Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Today's show is sponsored by The Contract Vault. With over 80 contracts and counting, The Contract Vault is your all-access pass to industry-specific contract templates. These contracts are drafted specifically for online business owners. I've been there. I have Googled different contracts, but I was let down because those contracts aren't reliable for online business owners. They're used for manufacturing purposes and brick and mortar purposes. You're an online business owner. You need specific contracts to your online business. So that's exactly what the contract vault has done. Not only do they provide you with the contract templates you can use, but there's also a Facebook group where Andrea goes live every single month teaching you the law. So you're not only just getting the contracts, you're learning the law and being empowered to stay out of legal trouble because you know what the law is. That's what happens with most business owners. They don't get in trouble because they mean to do something that gets them in trouble. They just don't know what the law is. So with a contract vault, it's essentially your business legal school. And as being a loyal listener of the Legalpreneur podcast, just use promo code podcast and save 50% off of your first month. I'm excited about this. I hope you're excited because you're saving 50% off your first month and you get the contracts and you get the Facebook group. All right, go sign up thecontractvault.com. Use promo code podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back. Happy Tuesday. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I am having an absolute amazing week. I am actually spending the week in Arizona with my husband, no kids. We are hanging out all all around the state, actually. We're just driving around, we're doing some hikes and just taking time off. (laughs) It's amazing. I'm just so thankful to be able to have a team to keep things running smoothly while I am out having a break for once. This is actually my first vacation since I have had my law firm. I had my daughter who's a year and a half, didn't even really take off a whole week when I had her. So this is my first true vacation. And I don't want to bore you with my vacation details, but I am chatting with you about copyrights today. I realize I have not really covered copyrights on the podcast. And that's a large part of what we do as well with the law firm. Basically, I know a lot of people have asked questions lately, just not understanding everything that we do. So I have my law firm, Andrea Sager Law, and I'll break that down in a second. And then we also have the contract vault, which is not an attorney client relationship. And that provides you with the legal resources you need. And we created that to really meet those business owners that need the legal guidance and help, but can't quite afford to work directly with an attorney. So get the guidance, you still get the contracts, but it's not actual specific legal advice. When I started out, it was a large, largely based on trademark filings and copyright filings and protection with both predominantly 
predominantly we focus on trademarks with the law firm, but a large part of what we do as well is copyright enforcement for a lot of our clients. We work with a lot of designers, a lot of clients that are consistently creating copyrighted works. I wanted to make sure that you guys also understand copyrights because you know you always hear the question, oh, I need copyrights and trademarks help. And typically most businesses really are just concerned with trademarks when they're just starting out. But if you're somebody that's consistently creating copyrighted works, then you need to be concerned with copyrights. Now, this is normally very different with each client. It's hard to say, yes, you know, you need, this person needs to be concerned with copyrights. It's a lot of one-on-one help with copyrights. That's why I don't tend to talk about it a lot. Typically, the clients that we work with in regards to our ongoing copyright packages, they've been in business for some time and they're going through different issues that normal startup businesses are going through. I still wanted to give you guys a overview of copyrights. That way you still understand and are educated as far as what is covered with copyrights. Copyrights are your creative works. Think content. When you think content, I'm talking about your blog post, your videos, your photos, your designs, this podcast content, this is protected, your books, your eBooks, anything that is unique and creative can be protected with a copyright. And the thing about copyrights is you don't actually have to have a registration to have rights. You automatically have rights the moment the work is created. However, obviously if you copied somebody else's work, then you don't have copyright protection because it's not unique or creative. Maybe it's creative, but it's not unique because it's not an original work of art. It's copied from somebody else's. When you are creating, if you're a designer, if you're whatever, if you're creating something and you are basing it off of somebody else's, it could be copyright infringement. There is no such thing as, oh, well, if I change it up 30% or 10% or 50%. It's not copyright infringement. There's no such thing as that percentage rule. Unfortunately, and I sometimes I feel like it would be easier if there was because it's hard to determine what exactly is copyright infringement because the standard is substantially similar. What the hell does that mean? Nobody knows. I don't know. Clients come to me and they're like, hey, somebody's copying my stuff. Is this copyright infringement? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. By now I have a trained eye, so I have to see it. And even then I can't say, yeah, absolutely, this is copyright infringement. It's more of a, well, we have these arguments, but they may be able to argue this. No, that's why a lot of people don't like attorneys because we can't give you like a blank, like yes or no. It's a, well, it depends. And I promise you guys, like, I hate being that person. If I could, I would always tell you guys, like, yes or no, yes or no. But unfortunately, it's not like that when it comes to attorneys. And with copyrights, it's even worse, even worse. It's even worse when it comes to copyrights. When you are creating stuff, just make sure that you are being unique and original. Now, I'll tell you what's not copyright infringement is ideas. So I have this podcast and it's based off of small businesses and legal protection. Somebody else can have their own podcast based off of small businesses and legal protection. Same thing goes for a podcast about criminals and unsolved crimes. Anybody can have a podcast with that type of topic. Now, where you start to draw the line is if somebody wants to re-record my episodes in their own voice and essentially their word for word my episodes, well, that's probably copyright infringement. Now, what if they record it in their own words, but they go through all of my episodes and they name every single episode the same exact word for word episode? 
is that copyright infringement? Maybe it is because the copyright office says short quotes cannot be protected with a copyright. Specifically, they have said short quotes cannot be protected. However, if somebody is literally taking word for word all of my episodes and they're creating them in the same exact order, I definitely have an argument to say, hey, this is copyright infringement. They're copying all these names of my episodes. Another thing that's hard to understand with copyrights is what exactly is protected because there's so many aspects to copyrights. So with a lot of our t-shirt designers, they'll have a t-shirt design and somebody says, well, I have this over here and the same type of design. So let's say somebody, you know, my client has a triangle and a circle on their t-shirt and somebody else also has a triangle and a circle on their t-shirt, but they're different sizes and they're formed differently. They are situated differently on the shirt within the design, well, it may not be infringement. However, if it's something more complicated than a triangle and a square, and you know my client hand drew this design, it's obvious that, hey, this is a very unique design, and that other party has that very same unique design, you can tell they pretty much copied it or traced it. Well, that's copyright infringement. Unfortunately, I would love to say copyrights, you know, yes, this is infringement. This is not infringement. It's a lot easier to tell clients, look, this is not infringement than it is to say, yes, this is infringement. Just know that you have copyright protection the moment the work is created. However, you may still also want the registration. So even though you don't need the registration to have protection, number one, you have to have the registration before you can sue somebody for copyright infringement. And if you have the registration before somebody infringes, you're eligible for statutory damages. Statutory damages, like that's worth its own episode, but just know that it's a big bargaining chip when enforcing your copyright with infringers. It's very big bargaining chip because with statutory damages, it's easier to prove how much you are owed in damages in a lawsuit. Plus the other party has to pay your attorney fees. It's a very, very big bargaining chip. That's what we tell our clients should be a motivator to still get the registration, even though they have protection without the registration. Now, there's a lot that we can go into about copyrights, but I just wanted to have this brief episode, a, really just an introduction about copyrights. I think the next few weeks I'm going to go into more details about copyrights. So stay tuned for that. Reach out to me on Instagram if you have any specific questions about copyrights, because I would love to answer them on an upcoming episode. I really just want to have like maybe one or two other episodes on copyrights to make sure that you guys understand copyrights. And yes, I will be covering fair use. That's a whole nother ball game. I will leave you with this. Don't rely on fair use unless you have consulted with an attorney. That's what I tell all of my, you know, anybody that reaches out like, Hey, is this fair use? Honestly, I don't know. I have to hear all the details because fair use is a very, very nuanced defense and you can still be sued if you rely on fair use. Fair use is very hard to rely on when it comes to relying on that defense. So don't just think, oh, this is fair use. I can rely on this. No, you have to consult with an attorney before relying on fair use. Don't worry, I will go into much more detail, but for now, I'll leave you with that. All right, reach out if you have any questions and I'll see you guys next time. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner 
And it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.